This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Mets played game two of a three-game weekend series. Nick Neidert made his 2022 debut for the Marlins. He went opposite of Cookie Carrasco, who checked into the ballgame with 10 wins and four losses, sitting on 99 career Major League victories. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Carlos Carrasco and Seth Lugo combined on a four-hit shutout. Mets hit three solo home runs. They beat the Marlins 4-0 tonight at Lone Depot Park. New York now the division leaders in the National League East, having won the first two games in this three-game series and nine out of 13 so far in the 19-game season series against the Marlins. Tonight, Carlos Carrasco started for the Mets against Nick Neidert. Neidert, the 25-year-old right-hander up from AAA Jacksonville, to pitch in the big leagues for the first time this season. Saw him for eight games, seven starts last year. Saw him four times out of the bullpen when he debuted back in 2020. But making his 2022 debut here tonight after a good start to the year at Jacksonville and had a good start to his night. Sit down the side, one, two, three in the top of the first inning. Nine pitches, seven strikes. Disposed of Nimmo, Marte, and Lindor. And Nick Neidert was off and running in this one. Marlins had what would turn out to be their best scoring chance of the night against Carrasco in their half of the first inning with Miguel Rojas batting in one out, a base hit to center, extended Miggy's hitting streak to seven in a row, his longest of the season. Miggy stole second with two outs in the base open. They pitched around Jesus Aguilar, who drew a walk, but J.J. Blade grounded out to the second baseman, Jeff McNeil, and we went to the second scoreless. Another 1-2-3 inning for Neidert in the top of the second, set down the Mets on 10 pitches in that inning. But then Carlos Carrasco hit his stride, set down the Marlins on eight pitches in a perfect second inning, and really never looked back in this ball game. And the Mets would give him all the runs he would need, as it turned out, in the top half of the third against Neidert. Eduardo Escobar began the inning bouncing out to the second baseman, Joey Wendell, for the first out. So at that point, it was seven up and seven down for Nick Neidert. But that streak ended abruptly, compliments of Jeff McNeil. The 0-1 is smoked to right and deep. De La Cruz going back onto the track. Looks up. It's into the bullpen. Jeff McNeil a home run. It's his fifth of the season. And the Mets grab a 1-0 lead in the third. McNeil had been two for his last 29. You go back to July 9th, he'd been four for his last 41 with no extra base hits in the last 11 games. But his long ball made it 1-0 Mets. And the Mets weren't done with Neidert in that third inning. The number nine man Tomas Nito followed with a single. Back to the top of the order, Brandon Nimmo a hit. That put men at first and second, one out. Starling Marte a fly ball to right for the second out, but Nito advanced to third base, and with Mets runners at the corners and two down, Francisco Lindor delivered. 0-2 to Lindor is a ground ball left side. Can get through for a base hit. In to score, Nito stopping at second, Nimmo. Lindor gets the Marlins again. It's his 15th RBI in 13 games against Miami, and it's 2-0 New York. Well, Niter would finally escape that third inning. Alonzo fly ball to right, but it was a 29-pitch third for Niter after throwing 19 in the first two innings 
He was at 48 through three. In the fourth, he got the first two outs. Dan Vogel back on a ground ball to first. Tyler Naquin a fly ball to left. Eduardo Escobar then doubled, so the Mets leading 2-0 had a chance to extend the lead. Man at second, two down. Jeff McNeil was the hitter. PCL. Two under McNeil, ground ball up the middle. Diving to his right. What a play, Wendell. He throws from the ground, and he got him at first base to end the inning. Joey Wendell saves a run and retires the Mets in the fourth. What a play. Wow. Oh, my God. He bailed Nidert out. Nidert then would pitch a 1-2-3 fifth inning. And it was still at that point 2 nothing. Nidert's night was over. Five innings, five hits, two runs. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out three. Allowed the McNeil homer. He was pulled after throwing 82 pitches, 56 strikes. On the other side, Carrasco got on a roll. He had the Rojas single in the first inning. Marlon's got a leadoff hit from Lewin Diaz in the fourth, but he was racing a double play. Marlon's got a two-out infield hit from Nick Fortes in the fifth inning. They'd go down one, two, three in the sixth against Carrasco. With one out in the seventh, Carrasco walked J.J. Blade, but Brian De La Cruz into a 6-3 double play, ending that one, sending us to the eighth inning. Still, Mets in front 2-0. They would finally break it open in the eighth, facing Waskar Brazoban, who had pitched a scoreless sixth and a scoreless seventh. Brazoban struck out Starling Marte to begin the eighth inning, but then he had to deal with Francisco Lindor. Marlins shift against Lindor. Switch hitter batting left-handed. And it's a high fly ball to right. De La Cruz will watch this one sail way out of here. Up onto the home run porch. Lindor with his 17th of the season. And it's 3-0 Mets. Lindor tonight went three for four. Two singles. A home run. A couple of runs batted in on the season now against Marlins pitching. He's hitting 308 in 13 games with three doubles, six home runs, and 16 runs batted in. Brazoban came back at Pete Alonso to hit a comebacker for the second out with lefty Dan Vogel back due to bat. Donnie pulled Brazoban out of the game, brought Richard Blyer on. Buck Showalter countered though with a right-handed pinch hitter, J.D. Davis. Davis facing Blyer in the eighth. 1-0 pitch to Davis is hit well to center. Bladez going back. He looks up, and Davis hits a bomb to straightaway center to make it 4 nothing New York. 444 feet off the bat of J.D. Davis, and the Mets were cruising along in this one. There were not many highlights for the Marlins in this ball game. One of them, though, came with two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning, making his major league debut tonight, the 26-year-old third baseman, just up from Triple-A Jacksonville, Charles LeBlanc facing Carlos Carrasco tie the Cardinals and Twins for third most in the majors. LeBlanc line drive right field going to get down for a hit his first in the big leagues. Going to roll past Marte into the corner. LeBlanc in at second base with a double and he'll want that baseball. His first major league hit. That gave me chills right there. That was awesome to see. See his family on TV giving each other high five. That is a, a special moment right there for LeBlanc on a fastball first pitch double to right center or to right field pitch away he went the other way and he will end Carlos Carrasco's evening here comes Buck Showalter out of that first base dugout what a performance by Carrasco a great moment for Charles LeBlanc and his family down from Laval Quebec just outside of Montreal and actually as we speak right now they're out on the outfield grass and foul territory right along the foul line behind third base here at Lone Depot Park taking a lot of family pictures 
Get everybody together. A night the LeBlanc family will never forget. His first big league hit came in his third bat, a double against Carlos Carrasco. That ended the night for Carrasco. Seth Lugo came on, got out of the eighth inning, pitched a scoreless ninth, setting down the Marlins 1-2-3. And the Mets close out a 4-0 victory here in Miami tonight. The Marlins shut out for the 11th time this season. Only two teams in baseball have been shut out more often. The Tigers 14 times. Kansas City on 13 occasions. The Marlins, the Cardinals, and the Twins have each now been blanked 11 times. For the Mets, four runs, nine hits, no errors, six left. For Miami, no runs, four hits, no errors. Marlins strand three. Carlos Carrasco, the winning pitcher, he's 11-4. Seven two-thirds innings of four-hit shutout ball. He walked two, struck out seven for Carrasco now over his last three starts. All he's done is work 18 and two-thirds consecutive innings without allowing a single run. He's been in a great role. The loser, Nick Neidert, 0-1. Neidert again, five innings, five hits, two runs. Didn't walk anybody, struck out three. A lot of McNeil solo homer, 82 pitches, 56 strikes. This one took two hours, 35 minutes to complete. Mets have won five in a row. They hit the 100-game mark with a record of 63 and 37. Mets now 32 and 20 on the road. They're 9 and 4 against the Marlins. They're 30 and 12 against the National League East so far this season. And they've got a chance at a series sweep when this one wraps up at 140 tomorrow. As for the Marlins, they fall to 47 and 54. Miami 7 under and now a season high 16 and a half games back in the National League East. Marlins fall to 22 and 25 here at Lone Depot Park. Marlins were shut out tonight. They did not hit a home run tonight. It's their 11th straight home game without a long ball. That is the longest single season streak in Marlins franchise history, not just here at Lone Depot Park, but also at the old football stadium. 11 straight games in a single season without a home run at home. Marlins went 11 straight at the end of 93 and the start of 94 over two seasons. They didn't homer in the last nine games in the inaugural season, 1993, or in the first two in 1994. But this, the longest single season streak in Marlins history, 11 straight home games without a single home run. Mets had nine hits, five for extra bases, two doubles and three home runs. The Mets now have 47 extra base hits in 13 games against the Marlins this season. 26 doubles, two triples, and 19 homers. Marlins had four hits in the game, three singles and a double. As they are blanked by the Mets here, four to nothing. Marlins and Nation working together again this year to strike out cancer in our community. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, $25 is donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, a total of five Ks. That's $125 from the Marlins to Auto Nation for the season. 887 strikeouts by the Marlins pitching staff. $22,175 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. All right, so... Uh... That was a tough night offensively for the Marlins last night. The Mets win it 4 to nothing. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4-0 loss to the Mets in Game 2 last night. Donnie, Nick Snyder, able to give you five innings today and held the Mets to two runs. What did you see from him in his outing? Yeah, I think that's maybe the best that um, we've seen Nick here in, in Miami. Uh, I thought he was aggressive with the fastball uh, early uh, and then, you know, started to mix speeds, got in a little bit of trouble in there, but for the most part was, was you know, pretty much is all we could ask. He's going to come here and, and, and go five innings and give, give up two runs and keep us in the game. Um, you know, at that point, he did his job. On the flip side, Carlos Carrasco, very good. How you guys to four hits, three of those being singles? What made him so difficult? Yeah, him just executing it looked like tonight. Looked like he's getting the ball on the edges on both sides of the plate. All the slider, the changeup, sinker, uh, throwing the ball to the top. So he was, he was, he was good tonight. What is it about those kind of like pitchers, you know, rather than just throwers that make them? Cards, you got to handle a lot. You have a lot to deal with. Uh, the throwers make way more mistakes and they're not really changing speeds when they are they're trying to change speeds but they can't get that over usually so no the guys guys like this are you know he's been around a while and this guy's been good for a long time so i, I say in general those kind of guys that get the ball to both sides of the play change change speeds make the ball go down do different things uh, and you know we're fairly young lineup tonight where you gotta you gotta learn to pick sides, pick sides of the plate, pick pick areas, understand what he's doing. Uh, don't try to if you try to cover it all with him, you're you're gonna be in trouble. And with the offense, uh, with uh, the young line, uh, Charles LeBlanc, just thoughts on his debut? Had one good defensive play, the double, obviously the pick off after the double, just overall yeah, you. pretty good. Uh, honestly, the first at bat was quick. Uh, the second one, he got better. The third one, we see him, you know, hit the ball in the, in the corner down there. Um, did make a nice play in the hole. Uh, and obviously, yeah, we've seen the pickoff. What about the Brazil game? Another, you know, outside of the home run, just another good outing. What you've seen from him so far? No, really good. Um, again, aggressive. I think in the zone, um, you know, to s- set the tempo really with on the hunt. You know, through some looks like he threw some good sliders. Like, sometimes I can't tell a slider from his change. Um, I know Mel's been working on the slider as, you know, again, I, I think I said this the other day when he was up on the taxi a couple times, they were working on that slider. He always had the really, he had a really good change in spring is what we liked. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a guy that doesn't pitch afraid. He gets after the zone. Um, you know, the ball gets a changeup to go down, and he's got the slider going the other way now. So, um, pretty good. That was Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4-0 loss last night. Before we wrap things up, let's hear from Nick Nider, who made his 2022 debut yesterday. Nick, you're able to hold the Mets to two runs over the course of five innings. Don Mattingly just said he feels like it was the best that you've seen from you at this level. How would you assess your outing? Uh, I would agree with him that this is probably the best I've done up here. Um, Last year was a bunch of a lot of misses and just kind of limiting damage the whole time. Uh, today I felt like I could actually pitch. Uh, my mechanics have been feeling really good, so um, I thought I did a good job. Uh, the guys played great behind me. Um, Joey made two or three really good plays. I mean, the guys played really good behind me. Nick called a great game. Uh, went into it with a really good 
uh, game plan, stick to it, and thought it was pretty good. What adjustments did you see from the Mets lineup there in the third inning? Um, they were just kind of on on a lot of stuff. Um, it kinda, I kind of fell into some rhythms of attacking early with the fastball, and we kind of had to flip the script a little bit and start going soft first and then hard later. Um, that, that seemed to, to be pretty good the third time around. The second time, they just kind of kind of knew what I was doing and, and got hold of stuff. A lot of those hits came on two strikes. How difficult is it to put these hitters away? It's pretty difficult. Uh, I mean, they have one of the best lineups in baseball, and, and they make a lot of adjustments, a lot of smart hitters. Um, so when you fall into patterns, they kind of kind of know what you're going to do to finish them. And the second and third time through, you, you have to mix it up, really. Nick, can you just speak to the journey that's been the season, spring training, you're moving into a reliever-type role, and now you're back as a starter. Just what has that been like for you going from basically seeing your role change as often as it has? Yeah, it's been a crazy year. Um, uh, yeah, going from starter to reliever, now back to starter. Uh, it's, it's obviously they're completely different roles, so having to learn both, I think, is is a good tool to have. Um yeah, it's it's been it's been a good season. It's been hard with the knee injury, just uh, kind of just maintaining it as, as best as I can. Um, but it's it's feeling good. I'm able to pitch, so I'm happy with that. You mentioned before game plan. I think Donnie had said he's you seem more aggressive too. Was that part of it? What's what was part of that game plan? Yeah, definitely just going right after hitters. Um, that's kind of been the main thing of of all right, one pitch at a time. Just execute every single pitch. Doesn't really matter who's who's standing in the box, but don't look at the you know the name on the jersey and, and focus on executing every pitch. Nick, first start of 2022. What, what does it mean to you just to be back up here at this level and then to have the success that you had? It's great. Um, you know, I just I just want to help this team win as best as I can. Um, my family, my wife's family, my wife, everybody's here. So um, it, it was really cool for them. This is the first time they've been to Marlins Park to see me pitch. Um, so that's, that's just really special to share with them. That was Nick Neidert after the Marlins' loss to the Mets. 4 nothing last night at Lone Depot Park. Game three of this series comes your way at 1.40 this afternoon when Pablo Lopez goes opposite of the right-hander Taiwan Walker. We'll hit the air at 1.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.